Hello, and welcome back to We'll Get to That. I'm John. And I'm Emma. And we've been on like a one and a half month hiatus, roughly. Probably even longer than that. Yeah. So Emma had a test that she had to take similar to the bar exam, but I'm not going to dox her and say what it was. But um, <laughs> We've already said what oh, I do yeah, on we this already did, didn't we? Yeah. Oops, my bad. Um, anyway, so she had to take the ECCP and she passed it, but mm-hmm. uh, she was studying for every single weekend leading up to it. Yeah. So no podcasts until now. Mm-hmm. Uh, she got one more test and she's a licensed psychologist. Yeah. We have a special guest with us today. Yeah. So today we have, and we haven't had him before, but we will have him again, I'm sure. Probably. We have Eamon. Hey. Who I've done stuff with before. We we did the college football preview. Oh, we've done stuff before. We've done stuff. Yeah, and you have a what? content oh. creation history together. Sure a girl yeah. never tells. So much content. Emma, you should have asked me. I, I could have, uh, I could have tutored you for the E triple P. I'm, I'm, I'm all about that. You know, I got, a, I got a history. Mm. Passed it with flying colors. Yeah, yeah. Done <laughs> don't really ask well. me what it is, because I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to go into all that. Yeah, we don't want to. We don't want to get too sidetracked. It's okay. I don't remember it either. Ever. All of the information <laughs> left my brain as soon as I was done with the test. Yeah. Um. Sorry, I got a bottle of Coke with me. So. Today, we are talking about the National Collegiate, Collegiate Athletics Association, the NCAA. Heard uh, of it. Yeah. They exist. Um, they don't do much else. <laughs> they, do, they sure exist, though. They, they, you, you, you can't get rid of those guys. You can't get rid of those guys. So here's, let me start with kind of like a mission statement or some shit. Um, Wait, before you get started, I have a question. Do you What's when you question? say the acronym, do you say it as NCAA or NCAA? I say NCAA. I think I think both are okay. acceptable. People okay. do it all the way. Cuz John, I feel like I've heard you say NCAA. I say NCAA. Not- My dad says NCAA. He's the guy who has to pass who has who had to pass the tests for 19 years that were He was in the NCAA. I would take his pronunciation or his uh, choice yeah. on that as the, as the truth. Okay, yeah, so, so we're gospel. gonna go with we're gonna go with double A. Probably double A. Yeah. Okay. So that's, I always just thought NCAA just didn't roll off the tongue as well. It doesn't. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't. It doesn't. It's I really realize I've never said it out thing. loud because I've never <laughs> needed to. Yeah. Today. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of read from Wikipedia here a little bit. The NCAA is a nonprofit organization. Which you I'm, just did it. You just said NCAA. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> oh my god we will be using those terms interchangeably in the yeah, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna be using them all um so blah, 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 blah. so they're a non-profit organization which i f- had forgotten about i know i knew that but i forgot um they regulate student athletes from up to 1268 north american institutions and conferences a lot of people don't know that they also are in canada um, which makes us a lot of sense why a guy like Mark Emmert is in charge because he just seems de facto Canadian to me. It is kind of a Canadian-sounding name. Yeah. But um, anyway, they help over 480,000 college student-athletes who complete compete annually in college sports. 
The organization is headquartered in Indianapolis, Indiana, which we were talking earlier about how weird and random that is. Like, why? Is that a barehanded catch? We also have the Mets game on right now. Uh, No, that is sort of a strange place to headquarter your uh, your company or your corporation or anything. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's it's Indiana's weird place. You were saying it's probably you can probably get. cheap land there <laughs> yeah i bet the office space was cheap as shit they probably own the building you know et cetera, et cetera. so um anyway so you know them as the people who oversee division one division two and division three sports um they don't do much else than like set rules and regulations so like you know like i was saying my dad had to take a test every year even though the sport he coached in was not an NCAA sport, but that's a different story. Can you explain to me how they were able to qualify as a nonprofit? That is a really good question. I mean, that is a multi-billion dollar corporation, or, yeah. if not more. It's, it's multi-billion, yeah, it's multi-billion. But um, I don't understand exactly how, and, and you know, they clearly wrote this Wikipedia page, and I don't see any mention about like if they're a 501c3 if they're a 501 blah 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 like which one they even qualify for um yeah i i I honestly should have done more research into that but i i think they qualify as a non-profit because they technically don't keep any of the money they make it goes to all the schools and then you know it's just overhead i mean think of it this way the head of the sbca pays himself 800k a year and that's a 501c3. Yeah, it doesn't mean you can't be like a millionaire and have a yeah. nonprofit. Really, I think all it has to do with is if like the profits that you make, you can't like invest them in outside things. You have to like put the money back into your company. So, I mean, you can make like a shitload of money and still count as a nonprofit. I think, uh, like, I feel like people always think of nonprofits as being like, oh, it's like a good, like a charitable, you know, yeah, and it's not that way. And I feel like them calling nice. themselves a nonprofit is trying to make themselves like sound a little bit more, um, more sort of like do goody yeah, than they a, probably really are. It's um, it's it's a yeah. it's all a sham at the end mm-hmm. of the day. You know, it's kind of like how Kaiser operates one branch of the company. As yeah, a like Kaiser is a nonprofit. Kyler makes Kaiser makes billions of dollars a year. <laughs> but then they have the other side of the company, which is not a nonprofit. So, yeah, it really feels to me like like a a serious stretching of the truth, describing themselves as a as a nonprofit, but. I don't know. I don't understand how those things work, really. Neither do I. I. I know that there's loopholes and shit, and if you have the right lawyers, right. And that's at the end of the day, they have the right lawyers, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, we'll get into we'll get into th- how their their lawyers track record shortly. Um. So, needless to say, this is a big organization. Um. Most sports in America are NCAA sports. Um. Notably, there's a few. That are not, and one of them being one I used to be involved in, um, and but in the vast majority are NCA sports, and that means something differently for every sport. We won't talk too much about that. Um, what I will quickly talk about is the brief, brief history. Okay, the NCA was started in 1906 as the IAAUS. I don't care what that means, in because four years later it became the NCAA. Okay. Um, it became a three division system in 1973. So that was when, you know, 
kind of the the college sports viewing took off um like with television and whatnot and and there were more people wanting to watch alabama and usc than like weber state or something exactly exactly that's that's where television started causing the problems we'll talk about that shortly um it's also in canada as i mentioned it's headquartered in indianapolis as we mentioned what uh what what do they do in canada are there are there is there a whole separate college sports system in canada that i don't know about i mean that's an excellent question because it's like they very clearly you know there's some canadian schools but they don't compete in college football so it's I'm like completely unaware of what I'm not they familiar do. <laughs> with Canada as an entity. If we have any Canadian listeners, can you uh email in and tell us what you're doing up there? What are you yeah, guys, what Canada, are you guys up what's to? that all about? What are you guys about? up to? Yeah. What is Canada? Um is what we must ask ourselves. Do you guys have NASCAR? Um, you know, one one wonders. Um they have one NBA team, they tried to have two. Correct. Yeah. They have, they have one own. baseball team they tried to have, too. That's true. That is true. Yeah, that's Canada's weird. They're, they keep trying, guys. Yeah, Canada's <laughs> weird. I mean, I didn't even know they were in the NCAA until today. I didn't know and that. And my dad's worked in, the, worked in the NCAA for 27 years. So you would have thought I would have found out somewhere in that 27 years living with him. Oh, like, we should have had Craig on the podcast. I just, I, I live in fear of that. I'm not, I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure... Yeah. He he might just pop off. You There'd know? be some hot takes. There would be some hot takes, and I'm I'm not sure I'm ready. I'd be here for it. Yeah. Um, so my next point was well-known legal issues because, as you can kind of tell, with an organization that's this large, that's in this much control of this many things that are this important to America, uh, they love sports in America. I don't know if you heard. Um, things were gonna go wrong, so I think we can blame television for many of the problems um some of the earliest issues they had you know were were post-world war ii when tv came around they got in a dispute with pennsylvania or university of pennsylvania and notre dame about tv rights so university upenn upenn of all places yeah not a place that that jumps to the to my mind as a collegiate powerhouse of sports absolutely not so upenn and notre dame who as we know still negotiates their own tv deal um for god knows why i don't people love jerking off to notre dame i don't get it it's i think i mean it might go back to this it's like people maybe people just became notre dame fans because they were always on tv same way a lot of that's true same way a lot of people became atlanta braves fans in the if 70s 80s 90s because they were always on tbs yeah even if they lived in you know san diego or or seattle or something exactly i think that's a good point so if that's... And then it's just and then it just snowballed from there to where they're this they're this team that's always on and if that's true then you pen really fucking fumbled the ball yeah <laughs> they did i mean goddamn, you guys could have had it all you idiots <laughs> so so anyway, they sue the NCAA um, because the NCAA doesn't like television. All right, you know they're this is this has been the NCAA's problem for its entire existence is they just can't move forward 
they're always stuck in the past. And we're going to get into that, or you're going to learn that as we go along here. But this is kind of the first example. It's the late 40s. UPenn and Notre Dame want their games on live TV. They sign their own deals with ABC and someone else, and they want their games live. The NCAA says, no, you cannot have your games live because we need attendance at these games. That's our money maker. That's how we make money, attendance, which boggles the mind in the 21st century, right? Like, who cares who shows up to the game? Right. But, um, I mean, it means, I, I shouldn't say that. It means something for smaller schools, okay? It does. Um, but, yeah, so, so they actually, I think they won. Hold on. Da-da-da-da-da. Well, back when they were... You know, fewer yeah, they, fewer revenue streams. Attendance was probably a much bigger deal. Yeah. Gate money. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think they won that case. It, that one didn't go to the Supreme Court. Um, then they lost in the Supreme Court in the 1980s um, in response to all that. So they actually were able to pull that scam off for, you know, about 30 years or so where they were like, we get to control the TV rights. You can't control any of it. And then the Supreme court in the 1980s was like, sorry, that's not going to work anymore. You don't have an antitrust exemption. Um, and that was when they got a real bee in their bonnet and they were like, why, why don't we have antitrust exemption? We are sports league, like major league baseball. And uh, I said that in my Russian voice. It was um, kind of Russian. It was kind of uh, like Cuban. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know what I was going, going for there. Yeah. But <laughs> I mean, so the NCA somehow gets it in their head that they deserve to have an antitrust exemption. And this turns into a 30 year long thing that finally ended this year. Um, but we're not, we'll get into that in a minute. I'm basically like summarizing where we're going with this. Okay. Um, so Eamon. You, yes. ever, you ever heard of Title Nine? Oh yeah, the ninth title. Yeah. Yes. Um, so also, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've heard of Title Nine. <laughs> yeah. So also in the 1980s, they fucked up women's sports, um, which was bound to happen because you know, when when you're put in charge of women's sports but you don't care about women's sports, I mean, you're not going to do a very good job managing them. Needless to say. We didn't. Wasn't there just? Something about that this year that came up, another controversy about... Yes, they still do it to this day. Yeah. <laughs> the weight room for the women's basketball uh, championship right. versus the men's were absolutely egregiously smaller. Yeah, wasn't it just like... It, it was probably one... It's a rack of dumbbells. It was probably like a, a 20th of the size of the men's weight room. And yeah, it was like it was like a rack of dumbbells versus like all the you know, high performance fucking, uh, yeah. It's like stuff that you would see in a, in a professional sports setting. And then the women had like nothing. It was pretty amazing. Um, yeah. So, I mean, they're, they're really bad at this stuff. They're, they're, they're really, it's hard to get them to move forward. Um, they don't like the future. They fear change. Um, and yeah, they're not a very well-run organization, which is why these days you you kind of look at them and you're like, well, what do they even do anymore? Um, well, especially, and I don't know if you're gonna get into this. So the 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 landscape of college sports is like shifting so much these days. Yeah. All the conferences. Well, there's there's been there was some major realignment about 
I don't know, five to 10 years ago. Uh, but now it's shifting even more. That was when like a few, a few big 12 teams moved to the Pac-12, a few moved to the Big 10. Uh, but now well, you, like the, Utah was in the mountain West, right? No. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're right. Utah was in the, or maybe it was like, maybe it was the whack. Yeah. I don't know. They were but, in one of those. But anyways, yeah. Now the, the, the big 12 is practically dissolving, um, with, with Oklahoma wanting to move to the sec, Texas yeah. wanting to move to the sec. And I, there was a headline that like the PAC 12, the big 10, and I think that, I think the Big East or maybe the ACC were all gonna like get together and not form a conference, but have some sort of like interconference relationship. So it's all I, I don't it's think all it's so muddled right now. Yeah, I don't think I'm it's gonna, the ACC. I'm gonna look it up. It was it was definitely the Pac-12, the Big Ten, and, and one other. Maybe yeah, because yeah. the ACC has their own TV rights deal with. Um, fuck, is it Fox or are they also with ESPN? But the point being is that. You're right. What it, it, with all these conferences just, just getting so muddled and intermingled, what is? I mean, what is the? What is the NCAA even there for? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're I mean, not. They're go, They're supposed to be governing over these different conferences, and yeah. but there's now there's no conferences. They haven't really been involved in TV rights in most sports since the 1980s, when they lost that Supreme Court case. Um, Big Ten, ACC, Pac-12 actively discussing scheduling alliance to counter SEC's growing power. Yeah, which makes sense. I mean, part of part of the thing there is they're they're trying to, um, and we're not we're not you know we're more talking about the NCAA than conferences, but um, the the reason for where the conferences are at right now in terms of like power ranking, which is like okay, the SEC is the most powerful. Um, then the ACC and the Big Ten probably are kind of tied, depending on the year. Um, and then you have the Big 12, then you have the Pac-12. And the Pac-12 torpedo you know, basically shot off half their own foot when they opted, instead of negotiating a TV deal with a known network, you know, someone who knows how to make television, they decided that they could probably do that themselves. I just don't understand why that ever was a good idea or, or why they thought that was a good idea. It's not a good idea, but why would you think it was a good idea to create your own television station? Do you think it's like easy to do that? Yeah, it'll be this, this will be like printing money. Yeah, so that, <laughs> yeah, like, ha, oh, these suckers are all paying ESPN. That's hilarious. Terrible idea. <laughs> like, no, actually, it turned out to be a really fucking good deal for the SEC. Um, anyway, Emma went to a non-Power 5 school, um, and they were in the American Conference, um, University of Central Florida. Um, and let me put it this way. Largest school in the entire country by enrollment. Wow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you got to wonder, like, it's, it's, the NCAA is really missing the ball on a lot of this stuff. It's, they're, they're representing a few schools that make them a lot of money, um, and they're essentially ignoring everyone else. And that's that's why you have what Eamon just read, which is everybody who feels left out, who has who also has some money or who makes some money, they are just going to go do their own thing, and they're going to start to counter. And and eventually the NCA may dissolve. So we're kind of to the point here where we're talking about the NCA today. Um, right, so we we're going to talk about Title Nine. Sorry, yeah. no, 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 no. I, I don't even know anything about Title Nine. I just know that 
it, it scared the NCAA. Right. And that's why they they treat women's sports the way they do now, which is um, still badly, but not visibly but with, but bad. With the, with, the front the of, with the front of treating them equally. Yeah. Right. So the point of Title IX is that or like isn't it's supposed to be that like women have equal yep. opportunities yep. for sports and things like that equal opportunity sports as the men um right which of course we know doesn't happen but because yeah. that exists they can sue when it doesn't and absolutely they right win. and they do sue yeah they don't always win but they do sue and so what we've been what we've been finding is like like in in the experience of the school my dad worked at the school that i went to um they try really hard to counterbalance football. So you often have more women's sports variety, like variety of women's sports, than you do men's sports in order to kind of counteract that football thing. Um, right, that there's no women's equivalent to football. Yeah, and that's what's kind of funny is it's like it's not the women's fault that, that things are unequal because of Title IX. It's really football's fault. Because football is the money maker. So, of course, I'm going to give all my scholarships to football. Why would I give scholarships to any other sport? Because they don't make any they money. They don't make any money, yeah. Right. I'm going to give but. all my scholarships to football. So, But then on the women's side, you don't have a lot of like televised big money makers, right? Except right. maybe the women's NCAA tournament. And well, even most other men's sports, aside from football and like maybe basketball, basketball yeah, that's about exactly. it. still actually don't make any money. So, but the problem is those two make so much money, right. yeah, mm-hmm. so much more than the women's side. And so, the issue we have is like the 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 men's side, all the scholarships go to football and basketball. On the women's side, they're pretty evenly spread out. You know, you you get like, and that's where you end up with. People like Santa, University of Santa Clara, winning the women's soccer title. That was amazing year. to me. I didn't even know that they were in it until until the day of the championship yeah. game, and then they won it. And that is their second time they've won in their in their existence as a program. And it's like that is so mind blowing. That would never happen in men's football ever. Oh yeah, like, no. Okay, but no isn't that more interesting that though? That like play, it's a little more Absolutely. even playing field versus like the same like three schools that you know one of whom is going to win every single year mm-hmm. exactly exactly and that's where that's where it's kind of amazing like that's where the ncaa is so confused i mean it, most days it feels like they have a five-person office and it's like like guys isn't there somebody like kind of looking at like oh we could do this differently or this differently like clearly there's not someone who's like thinking about the future of the ncaa it's like it's mostly just a guy hanging off a ledge like, we must stay relevant. Well, I think what they're doing is is working for them financially is the thing. And so they're probably not going to change it yeah. <laughs> unless they're unless their hand is forced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean let's let's talk about um let's talk about one thing here, which is um up until the most recent Supreme Court case, um and the NCAA major men's sports were essentially just slavery because you had people working for free in a billion multi-billion dollar industry in men's basketball and men's football the tv deals are worth absurd amounts of money right yeah everybody but the players making money yeah off of off of their athletic abilities yeah and a, and a lot of cranky people tell me like 
oh, well, you know, they're getting a free education. It's like, well, that's a free education is worth 50 grand, 60 grand at the max spread out over four years. So you're, you're telling me that it's cool because they're getting paid 12 grand a year or whatever. <laughs> when when coaches sense. and administrators are getting millions a year. Yeah, exactly. Like even uh, David Shaw coaches at Stanford doesn't want anything meaningful in like six years, five years. Um, he gets paid five million a year. That's absurd. That's insane. <laughs> if you look at uh, transparentcalifornia.com and see who our highest paid employees are for the last 10 years, one of them is Chip Kelly. At seven something million at UCLA. Yeah, no, I think that's I think that's the case in a lot of states. Is the like the t- the highest paid or close to the highest paid state employee is the football coach at the major university. Yeah, which I is know it was, it was the case with Jeff Tedford when he was at Cal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, that's absurd. It's completely. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's completely ridiculous. Um, Colleges don't exist for football. Like that's not their purpose. On this um, earth, contrary Emma, to what I guess some people believe. Emma, some of them do. <laughs> <laughs> some some of them are just there for football. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah, but like none of the ones in California, though. Let's be real. So why why are they the Emma, highest paid? Ones? Emma, what am I gonna what am I gonna use a degree from Notre Dame for? <laughs> I don't know. Go, they have a lot of good. You wanted to go into the seminary, actually. John, <laughs> or the Supreme Court? Apparently. Father John Amerikanian. <laughs> yeah, that's that's one of the things that bothers me the most about. Um, our judicial system is the first, the first Supreme Court justice to not have a degree, a law degree from a Ivy League school, has a degree from Notre Dame. Like, did they send it to her in the mail? Like, what? Anyway, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I just no. It came down from on high. Yeah, it can't. Did God hand it to yeah. her in a dream? Apologies um, to anyone who went to Notre Dame and like got a good education there. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just really don't like that school. I mean, yeah, and you mostly don't like it because of football, right? Yeah, I mostly don't like it because of football and football raping people, and yeah. Anyway, so football <laughs> is given too much importance at these schools. <laughs> football is given too much importance at these schools. Um. So anyway, so so the modern day slavery bit has been eased and distracted. Somebody at the NCAA finally gave up because they were like they read the they finally read the writing on the wall for once and they were like guys we i think we lost i don't think they're buying this amateurism thing and uh, the supreme court said no we are not buying that uh you have to allow your athletes to make money you can't ban them from making money so they've opened the doors for i don't know just basically some dumb shit like from you know so now now athletes can get can um, sign sponsorship deals, yeah, yeah, and which make is, and make money off their name in that way, which is great, but it's it's not the same, and it's amazing that that was banned because it literally cost the NCA nothing to allow that. Yeah, that's what's right. Amazing. That's true because it's they're not even saying that they have to pay them; they're just saying they're allowed to get paid from these other avenues exactly if they desire it. Exactly, it's like. What, why 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 was that ever banned? I mean, I remember them. Remember, yeah, like Jameis Winston, right? Or remember uh, all the uh, Ohio State guys who were like uh, making money off of autographed jerseys yeah, yeah. and stuff like that, and then they were, you know, suspended, banned, whatever. It's like what 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 is that about? It doesn't make any sense. 
and so the the no no you know it's like no shit the supreme court says no that's that has to be allowed that's you know they're right Mm -hmm. um so that's that's what's amazing is the NCA finally gave up on that one. They also gave up on trying to get their antitrust exemption last year. <laughs> that was my favorite one because me and Eamon were talking about it earlier. And I was like, there has to be someone else besides the MLB who has an antitrust exemption. Like, why else would the NCA ask for one? They, they, there has to be a like, bunch of other sports leagues, no? Um, no, there's not. There's only the MLB. They're the only ones with the antitrust exemption. Yeah, always remember that uh, Major League Baseball owners are um, evil old white dudes, and and and, and uh, will protect their billions at any cost. Yeah, and just and will s- also make uh, force their minor league players to live in poverty along exactly. the way. Exactly. Yeah. You know, Jordan rides the bus was funny because. Uh, you get to see all these other minor league players and you're like, holy shit, these guys are living in squalor. And here comes Michael Jordan, you know, with his hundred million dollars in his bank account or whatever. Just like, doop to do, I'm going to play minor league baseball with you guys. <laughs> and they're just like, what the fuck? I'm making 40 a year, man. <laughs> so, yeah, that's another story. Um, and we, we were laughing earlier about because I... I remembered that Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley got really pissed about the MLB pulling out of Atlanta for the All-Star game. Yes. And they were like, we're going to maybe take away their their antitrust exemption. And they just got stomped the fuck down immediately. Right. <laughs> it's like, uh, no, 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 guys. That's, uh, that's off limits. <laughs> Not how it works around yeah, here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how much money am I giving you every year as, a base, as an MLB team owner? You yeah, that's wanna... the thing is all the all the owners are are conservative guys anyways. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, they shot that one down real fast. Um but anyway, so the NCA has given up two of their their shittier pursuits in life. Um, hey, maybe we'll get uh NCAA football uh the video game back. Yeah. If this, that's what they're if, saying. If things continue to uh go in the right direction. That's the word on the street. I I think mm. we're still not going to get they're going to have a lot of faceless you know, generic players, unfortunately, but they'll pay a few guys to have like the AJ McCarrens of the, well, not, you know, who's actually popular in college these days. Um, a current college player. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know anymore. <laughs> we're at, we're at a, we're at a, we're at an interesting zone for just to I have it. I, I've been, talk I've been about. unfortunately out of touch on, on college football. Well, we're at a cool place. Cause all the, um, all the name brand, uh, college quarterbacks left. They're all yeah, gone. So it's, it's like, you know, Justin from Ohio State's gone. Uh, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is gone. Yeah. All those guys. All those guys are gone. So it's, it's going to be, yeah. College football is interesting. It's worth, it's it's a fun watch. I've loved it for over 10 years. Um, and I despise the NCAA and I despise how it makes money. But God damn it, it's fun to watch. Oh, yeah. It's the ultimate, like, you feel, I feel dirty enjoying this. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's it, there's so much wrong with it, but yeah. damn it, if going to a to a college football game is not super fun. Yep, that's the thing. So let me get back to the list. Um, anyway, we were talking about kind of law. So the um, there was a lot of there was a lot of lawsuits that ultimately led to the Supreme Court decision and. 
that was just decided in June, and it's pretty much changed everything. Um, they, people have been challenged in the NCA for many years. A UCF kicker sued them because uh, they told him he couldn't have his YouTube channel because his videos were monetized. Oh, that's shitty. That yeah. is absolutely ridiculous. That's yeah. awful. That's amazing. and Because he just had some videos of him like teaching you t- kicking technique. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, okay. So they weren't allowed to make money off of anything football related? Nothing. Yeah. Nothing related to your sport. Yeah. Or okay. like your or like your recognizability as a football player for your college. Interesting. Yep. So you yep. could go get some random job or have Right. You could work at Burger King. Right. Yeah. So it's it's wow. yeah. It was it's amazing that it was allowed to go on for decades or however long that, that had been going on well you know whenever college football became popular but um and and other stuff became popular but the thing with it is um i mean it's it's not too little too late but it's like i don't know man it just it just feels it doesn't feel like a real win no it feels like it feels like uh like they're just kind of throwing throwing a bone to yeah. these athletes after after decades. They're just trying to keep people off their back. And yeah. I don't know if the NCAA is dying, but I hope they are. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, like, and and now let's see. Let me. What do I got next? Do they have an impossible job? That is a note I put in here. So we we went over the numbers when we started. An impossible job. Um, kind of, but the thing is they, they don't need to be doing what they're doing, right? Well, but let me put it, let me, let me put it this. I'm not playing devil's advocate. I'm just, (laughs) I refuse to play fucking devil's advocate. Something to be said for capitalism. No, I'm not going to defend the NCAA, (laughs) but I will say this. Shouldn't there be some sort of rules body making sure Alabama's not juicing all their players and shit? Sure, of course. But, I mean, obviously, it, could, it does. I think the problem with the NCAA is they, their mission was never defined. Yeah. I mean, they, they came into existence before TV, before population increased. like Before, before any, sports were really a thing that people watched, yeah. aside from people who like went to that college. No one even liked football in 1910. Yeah. Was, was football even invented in nine? I'm, yeah, it was invented it was. in the late it was, 1800s. It was, yeah, it was, but it was essentially rugby at that point. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, there's that, that Clooney movie, Leatherheads or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. College football was was the dominant version of football. Nobody yeah. cared about professional football. Oh, yeah. But even so, like baseball was the sport and yeah. like boxing and horse racing. Yep. Those were still far more popular. I mean, you had. Um, what am I thinking? Jim Thorpe played. He played football, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I believe so. He played all the sports, and, I think. And that's yeah, yeah. But he played all the sports yeah. because it's like you're gonna become famous playing football, man. Yeah. So, anyway, so that's that's where that's where that's kind of at, I guess. Um, is their job impossible? Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, it's like you. Every school has a compliance office. And they're all fucking cutting corners. I missed a drug test. They reclassified me as, you know, an assistant to the team or some shit. Wow. Um, 
you know, it's like it's every no one takes it seriously. They're all playing games. The NCAA just barely keeps them in check. And even then, you still have Alabama giving Najee Harris's mom a brand new house. Yeah. In you know, but it's but it's the donor writing the check, so it's okay. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, I I'd say yeah, they have an impossible job, but they also don't do it. They they don't really do their job. <laughs> right. They seem. It seems to be like they're acting as, as like glorified parole officers essentially yeah um but at the same time you're right there there's also a, a lot of shady stuff that they're letting slide <laughs> yeah so i don't i don't really know what what their end game is is i mean i guess it's just to make money <laughs> you know well yeah yeah of course it's just to make money it's mm-hmm. uh yeah it's just i don't know i don't know i don't know what they're supposed to do that's the thing right it's like what what do what do they do? How do you how do you keep thousands of schools honest? You know, it's like the NFL only has to worry about thirty two teams. Yeah, it's like shit. Yeah, so I guess it's just the maybe we're starting to see the the veil drop a little bit on this like sham of amateurism. Like they yeah. they like yeah. to hide behind the amateurism. Uh, you know, title and say that this is all pure and good and this is for school pride and, and whatnot. And maybe we're starting to see them drift towards like, no, this is like a business and everybody's getting paid and everybody should be getting paid. Yeah. So right. maybe it's, maybe it's heading in that direction or maybe this is just like, uh, you know, a, a charade. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's my next note is, you know, obviously they're out to make money for their member universities. Otherwise, they wouldn't exist, right? Yeah. So, and that's where it's like, well, once once one school feels like they're not making the money they should be making, and then a few other schools feel that way, then we uh, start to break ranks, you know? So, um, yeah, what else do I have on here? They've tried and failed to be an antitrust. Okay, non-NCA sports, very briefly. Um so I only know the ones at Cal, and that's men's rowing and rugby. And we're gonna have a whole episode on men's rowing because I can. That's that's a fucking big ass subject. We gotta get Craig in here for that one. Yeah, Come we'll on. probably have to have him here for that one. <laughs> oh boy. We might have a big group for that one. <laughs> um, be three hours long. Yeah. Fun fun fact: we just failed to medal in men's row or in any rowing event at the Olympics for the first time since 1908. Wow. So the NCA uh kind of failing us all there. Um and men's rowing remains not an NCA sport. So why are some sports not NCAA? So And I, how do they get away with that? Are there other governing bodies? I can tell you why men's rowing isn't. I don't quite know why rugby isn't. Um or or many of these other ones. Do you know, Eamon? Why any of these? I are? don't know. Is I, baseball I, at Cal NCA? Yes. It is. Okay. Um. I know that when, I know that it's just like about ten years ago, um, they were, Cal was going to eliminate the baseball program. Yep. And the rugby program and a few yeah. others at the same time. And, and let me tell you real quick why men's rowing wasn't on that list. Because it's backed by the guy who invented dryer's ice cream. 
There you go. Yeah. They have a separate nonprofit committee that funds it. I know that the baseball program uh, was saved by uh, some, you know, uh, some donors, some backers. Uh, and also, uh, I believe uh, the Stanford baseball program stepped up and donated yep. to, you know, keep the Cal baseball program around. Um, I believe the rugby program was dropped as an NCAA sport, which is crazy because Cal, I think, has well, like... Well, was it ever, though? I think it was. I okay. think and it was crazy because they were, they're like the most successful college program by far. By far. Yeah. Um, but, it, you know, it's not a money-making sport for them. Yeah. But they were able to come back as a club sport. Yeah. Um, but I don't, that's, but they are still able to compete against other schools, though, so I'm not sure... Like, what is the main difference? It's all weird. It's And honestly, that's probably what should have happened to men's rowing at Cal and at, and at most places. Um, so men's rowing isn't an NCAA sport it anywhere. It is not. Yeah, it's not an NCAA sport anywhere. But they still compete in in tournaments and stuff, right? Yeah. They still compete in conference championships. Um, but, if, so, but are they able to, like... My dad, like I was saying, my dad still had to pass NCAA tests at Stanford. So if they're not if they're not an NCAA uh, team, how are they competing in, in like tournaments against other NCAA teams? I don't understand this. They're not, so they're not. A, it's not an NCAA sport anywhere in this country. Is it not? It's not. Men's isn't. Women's is. That's so weird. So women's has an organized fine, a conference. It's a lot more professional looking when you go to see it. Um, men's. Is not so much. It's an organization called the IRA, the Intercollegiate Rowing Association, and they rotate back and forth between. Not to be confused with that other IRA. Not, yeah, not to be confused with the other IRA. Really poor naming choice. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's all it's all just very odd. Um, and my my dad took a passive attempt at making it an NCAA sport. We'll talk about that more in the men's rowing episode. Um, but you know. Part of the reason you don't want your sport to be an NCAA sport is because then you have to follow rules. Mm. And ain't nobody want to follow no rules. Like, come on. I know I don't. Yeah. I mean, you know, Cal, Cal gets to spend... Uh, well, let's save that all for the rowing episode. Anyway, Emma's falling asleep over there. Emma, we're at minute 42. What do you got? What do I got? What do you yeah, got? You know what, what I gotta got to say? Ah, Neptune I don't looks know. really cute right now. He does. Aww, He's so sleepy Neptune over there. He always looks cute. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, it's been a very thought provoking conversation. I have a lot of things to think about. I need you to, yeah, exactly. Are you thinking about maybe stopping the support, your support of college football? I don't think I had any to begin with. <laughs> Emma, take your foam <laughs> finger off. Yep. yep. <laughs> You know you're supporting Satan? Just kidding. <laughs> no, I do have that one UCF National Championship t-shirt. We do. But the funny yes. thing about that is that they weren't actually the National Championship. Well, hold I on. I, know, I respected so them. So I feel like that is like a little bit of let's, a like rebel against the NCAA. I respected them for, for claiming a championship that wasn't actually theirs. I respect saying that like, too. Hey, I respect we, that we too. should have been. So why? who says we aren't? Let's let's talk about that for a minute. Very really very bold yeah. of them. Because we, we could talk about that for five minutes. Um, so in 2017, uh, 2017, right? Uh, sounds, sounds right. <laughs> yeah, I think it was 2017. So so NCAA or uh, the NCAA has a P 
panel of voters, right? Yeah. And so. they determine the top 25 teams in college football. Um, and so UCF Which, is... Which, like, first of all, I think that's a stupid way to do it. It is. It's so Because you dumb. know they're just going to pick the schools that are going to make them the most money, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, whether, yeah, yeah. even if they're not the best. Yeah, I mean, let me put it this way. Like, they are ex-chancellors. They are Condoleezza Rice. Famous. She's the most famous person yeah. on that. They, what? They are... <laughs> They are ex-coaches, ex-athletic directors. Yeah. These people know what's on the line if they don't get Alabama in the playoff to make them TV, to get that TV viewership. They watch the NBA like we do. They know what happens when you put small market teams in a major event. You don't make as much money. Yeah, so I mean, it just seems so stupid that they would pick it based on something objective- yeah, like people's kind of personal, you know, people's like own. I mean, yeah. I guess, you know, you can pretend you're an expert and like yeah. are being objective, but, you know, it's not like a playoff system like, you yeah. know, they do in other sports. Exactly. The, their biases become very clear. I mean, if you look at who's on the list. Um, it's always going to be the you, same schools. And then you <laughs> look at you look at who's voting and then you look at which schools are in the top 25 every year, like to start the season, because that's kind of the me- most meaningless one. Right. Mm-hmm. You can put a, Stanford's always there. USC's always there. Oregon's always there. Uh, Alabama will forever be there. They will never be removed from that list. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ohio State will always be there. Michigan will always be there, even though they're garbage. It's it's you know it's completely it's completely biased and yeah. So in 2017, when UCF was like, you you're not going to let us into the playoff. You're gonna who they put in instead? Hang on, because so UCS un, was undefeated, and they were, I believe, the only team that year that was undefeated. They were, they were the only team that was undefeated. I think and Alabama the, even lost. The excuse for not putting them into the playoff or not ranking them high enough to be in the playoff is that they they didn't play. Had, they hadn't played a tough. They hadn't played a tougher schedule than any of the other teams. Which let me throw this out there for you, really quick. Every school decides who they play. Yeah, and. If, if you don't want to, like, after UCF got good, after George O'Leary got, uh, was, left UCF and they put in um, a couple of, they put in Frost, who was a great, I'm not going to say great coach because he hasn't done so well in Nebraska, um, but he was a good coach. He, he recruited well. They became a pretty good team. And teams started canceling their games with UCF. They said, we don't want to play UCF because they're, uh, they're a little good. We'd pref- we prefer not to schedule a team that is not a Power 5 team that's right. good. A, a, a good team that doesn't have the pedigree of a good team, so when we lose to them, it's going to look even worse. Yeah, it looks bad mm. in the rankings, and they don't give you the votes if you do if you lose to UCF. Well, that's stupid. They shouldn't, yeah. let, they shouldn't let schools do that then. Well, yeah, of course. So, so this whole system is just like done to be biased yeah. and allow the same people to keep winning over and over. And part of the problem was also that... Um, I'm. Uh, 2017 mid-September there was a hurricane which canceled the Georgia Tech game I think they faked the hurricane you think you think somebody <laughs> faked the hurricane yeah. to try to to try to in favor of UCF or against yep. UCF investigate it yeah investigate the hurricane because that G Tech game would have been uh, one the hardest game on the schedule um I mean, they're oh, right. I do remember they kind of said that that was not the hardest game. I'm sorry that I, I put a little too much into that. 
um, it would have been one of the harder games because at the end of the season they played Memphis and USF, and USF was number 22 and Memphis was number 16. Georgia Tech was unranked that year, but they're an NCAC team. So, you know, big conference team. But um, anyway, they went, they went on, they were undefeated, then they kicked Gus Malzahn's ass at Auburn. Auburn, who was number seven in a bowl game, just obliterated them at the Peach Bowl. And everybody was like, and the UCF fans are like, we're the champions. You know, fuck you. We're undefeated. Yep. We don't see your actual champion being undefeated. Your actual right. champion was, God, who was it that year? Wasn't it Alabama? Yeah, probably Alabama. It's always Alabama. So basically UCF declared themselves a national champions. I think they had a parade. They did have a parade, a parade in, yeah. in Orlando. And the governor of Florida like made a declaration yeah. that... UCF were the national most, champions. That is the most Rick Scott thing that has ever happened. That's probably uh, the only good thing Rick Scott ever yeah. did. I love it. Of course, Rick Scott is going to get down there and be like, they cheated us. We are the champs. God damn. But, you know. It's, it's, it's like that. Well, yeah. If if the Gators had been good that <laughs> year, like, he probably uh, wouldn't John have been doing Boyd. that. But, yeah, they were. I mean, let me put it this way. They were the best team in Florida that year. Oh, and you, sure got, were. you got FSU and the, argue that. and the Gators to contend with and Miami. So 2017 college football championship was uh, Clemson. Clemson. Yeah. And they put in um, – who did they put in over UCF? They put in Washington. That was the, the mind – or no, this is the wrong year. I'm sorry. Hang on. Hang on. Everybody – Yeah, there it is. Okay, yeah, it's 2018. I'm sorry. So it was at Alabama. Amen was right. Um, this was the one where they let SEC versus SEC just as an extra fuck you to the rest right. of the, the conferences in the country. I remember that. Yeah, that was the one where they tested it. And wasn't the viewership at an all-time low for that one? I think you're right. Yeah. So, they were, so they'll never do that again. <laughs> no, never... so I, I, have, I definitely respect UCF for claiming that championship. Yes. Um, you know, just make your, you know what, just like you can create your own job, create your own championship. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, they did, they did 40 years of create your own championship in college football. So they did. Hey, if the system isn't working for you, you make your own system. <laughs> exactly. Right? Yeah. You work outside the system. Yeah. <laughs> the system is not fair to schools that are not name brand. Right. So yeah, exactly. And, uh, the PAC 12 is finding that very quickly. Um, real, real quick, the, the school exits from uh, conferences is mainly centered around football. Mm-hmm. It used to be sometimes centered around basketball, but that doesn't really happen anymore. Um, and let's see. Let's go down the list. USC threatened to leave the Pac-12 and become an independent. Um, Oklahoma has threatened to go independent or leave the Big 12. Texas has threatened to go independent or leave the Big Oklahoma, 12. Oklahoma and Texas are officially going to the SEC. Really? I think Is that's official. Sure? I'm pretty sure. I was just making fun of Bob Bowlesby on Twitter the other day, commissioner <laughs> of the Big 12, because he used to be my dad's uh, I boss. I wonder if he saw it. Eh, probably not. He's such an idiot. I doubt he even knows how to use Twitter. It's probably his assistant <laughs> who runs it. Damn. He's, he's essentially brainless. But uh, We're going to get like a cease and desist letter from some <laughs> of these people next week. Nah. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, most of these commissioners are brainless. You know, we've seen Larry Scott run the Pac-12 straight into the gutter, you know, from trying to create his own TV broadcast network. To yeah, Texas and Oklahoma unanimously accept invitation to SEC. Wow. What's that date on that article? July 30th. Oh, shit. All right. I don't know when it's... Oh, wait. Uh, they issued a joint statement <coughs> saying that they intend to remain in the Big 12 through 2025. That's kind of a long time, but whatever. That's uh, yeah, and you know, it, things will things will just keep changing. Um, with the exit of those two teams, we end up with a Big Twelve that's kind of on the same level as the Pac Twelve, maybe even lower in terms of viewership. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty much gonna be it's it's gonna have to just dissolve probably. Yeah, at that point. So, nice job, Bob. You've always done a wonderful wonderful work i uh, really loved what you did at stanford you know keeping everything status quo love it um and uh, I'm, I'm sorry you weren't able to keep the status quo at the big 12 <laughs> but you know it doesn't really work uh, shout out to bob yeah shout out to bob bowlsby kind of a it's kind of a stock market thing right you know your shareholders they need your conference to make more money every year and if it doesn't make more money every year I'm sorry, but that's it. And that's how USC's donors feel right now. So we're, we're going to be hearing a lot more about USC in the next five years. Thanks to this. Can't wait. Yep. So ooh, I don't know if they're going to exit. I don't know what they're going to do. I think they should just go independent like Notre Dame. They could probably swing that for a few years and then get into a bigger conference or, or see what the climate is. Maybe there will be one large Western conference at that point. Who knows? I mean, everything's changing. That's so. That's that's. I guess we're coming to the conclusion here is that the NCAA's days are probably numbered. They'll probably as I mean as that as their current form, as it's yeah. currently constructed. Yeah, I think in the in the end, it's probably going to be like an organization for the money making sports, and then an organization for like the rest of the sports. That's the vibe I, I'm getting. You know, like maybe the, I think the NCAA will go on as like, yeah, we're here to, you know, make sure everybody follows the rules in men's soccer and men's volleyball and women's volleyball and that stuff. But, you know, they're, they're, they're not going to, they're, they're not going to do much more than that. And then it's, and then there'll be a separate organization run by, you know, serious business people that's in charge of uh, men's football and, and men's basketball. So, I, I think everybody's kind of exhausted at this point. We're 55 minutes in. I think I've said all I need to say on the, on the subject. Yeah, I think... And I don't repeat myself. I think we, <laughs> yeah, I think we hit the check marks. Um, it wasn't as well structured because I didn't... I, I got to spend more time on this stuff. I think we made some good points. We, yeah. t- we touched on some important stuff. Yeah. Um, next episode ideas for... And I expect to hear from uh, Mark Emmert personally. Yeah. Yeah. ASAP. Why, and I want to know one thing. Why does your not last name sound so Canadian? Yeah. What's up with that, buddy? So we expect. What are you answers. hiding? Yeah. What are you hiding? Are you a Canadian? We don't know. I didn't pull you up on Wikipedia because I don't care. Um, anyway, future episodes include the IOC, International Olympic Committee. Those guys are fun. Uh, music 
the NHRA, National Hot Rod Association, uh, the unvaccinated, oh god, <laughs> Bruce Springsteen, um, and uh, of course men's rowing. Um, so I don't know what what we'll do next, but uh, I can I can personally tell you, or I can tell you uh, with certainty that there's some of those topics I will I would be knowledgeable on, and some of them I would have nothing to say. <laughs> Which which of well, those which I of those feel. are you into? Every time, I think you can take a guess. Uh, the unvaccinated. <laughs> Boy, I got some thoughts. I just, <laughs> uh, thinking Eamon would want to talk about music. Yeah, yeah. and Bruce yeah. and Bruce. Okay. Bruce would be fun. Um, Don't know a whole lot about hot rods or uh, the what the, was the other one? I really didn't know that that's what NHRA stood for. NHRA, yeah, no, no, no. Hot Rod Association. That's fucking absurd. NHRA is fun because um, there are more women and men of color in NHRA than NASCAR has ever had. Yeah, so that could still be like three people, though. Yeah, no, no, no but it's a lot more than that. It's, it's, you know, it might even be more than NASCAR ever will hope to have. I mean, it's crazy. But uh, yeah, that's that's for that episode. Um, yeah, what else? Uh, IOC is always fun, you know. Fascism in the form of a sports committee. Ooh. How about <laughs> that, folks? Um, but yeah, anyway, you know, uh, let's let's tap it out. I've been John. And I'm Emma. And I'm special guest Eamon Shannon. Yep, he said his last name. Dox him. Oh, fuck. I'm just kidding. Um, we'll, yeah. edit, we'll edit that out in post. <laughs> we had a good time, and uh, we'll see you next time. I'm going to try to get back to a weekly or, or bi-weekly basis. So thank you very much, folks, and catch Thanks. you on the flip, and we'll record in a far less echoey room next time. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, thank yeah. you for coming, sir. Thank you.